You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. It's your boy, Evan Klosky, again, in the black shirt. Love it. We are the host of the Locked Owners Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all the platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. You know, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays and send us them emails, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. All right. Um, I have a prognostication that Rays uh, World Series next year. I got the same one. Same. Yeah, no chance. Weird. No. Yeah. <laughs> There's Guys, a lot. Still salty, Ulysses. I, there, I know, there are dude, many it's okay. other. Get the the survey. It's okay, but they're gonna get to the World Series. It's all right. There man. are many other bets on Bet Online that I would take before the Rays winning the World Series in 2023. That aside, uh, you mentioned World Series, and I have an intuition that uh, Ulysses is watching more playoff baseball than myself. And Ulysses and uh, and Klosky, maybe combined, dude. I am I'm like drowning in playoff baseball, and <laughs> and this is so odd for me when the Rays are eliminated. When the Rays are eliminated, I cannot see a picture of a baseball bat because I will just be so angry. I would just like disintegrate, yep. like Infinity War. I would just just go away into the ether. But this season, because of the way that it ended, because it was like so obvious, but I didn't want to say it on the pod that this team just looked so, and I'm going to say it, flaccid, that it was just, out of all the you words, know, you know, it just looked so, it was unappealing Weak. baseball. Nah, Weak. I mean, that's a synonym. <laughs> Guys, it's. I'm step away for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I'm serious. It just looked so not like the type of baseball that you want to see. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, now I'm watching these games and I'm like, oh, this is what they're supposed to do. Oh, the Phillies, the team that with no defense whatsoever, but stepping up when they need to. The pitchers stepping up when they need to. San Diego coming back. Jake Cronenworth, Ray's farmhand, now stepping up with clutch hits and, and, and great glove work. That's what we're l- watching. Uh, I'm I'm loving this, especially the NL side. The N- the AL side is a little bit more, you know. We the Yankees and the Astros were the the big favorites, but I don't know if if you have some big takeaways from from this playoff so far. Uh, the big takeaway is that evidently the Phillies are on that that blue pill, and the the, the Rays need some more of it. That's what I'm that's what I'm learning from you, Ulysses. Yeah, um, you no, I think first off. Um, the number one takeaway is again, playoff baseball is a small, small sample size. All right. Um, the Dodgers, the Braves, the Mets, all these teams that were juggernauts in the regular season just kind of ran into a better team, a hotter team, or, or they just didn't perform up to capabilities those few games. I mean, over the course of 162-game season, there are ebbs and flows for those three teams that I mentioned. The the lows were 
were fairly rare um, in the grand scheme of things. But that's sort of baseball. That's the, the, the crappy part of it. And that's the beautiful part of it is that, you know, we, we take a game that is that we know so much about these teams over a course of 162 games. And we say, you know what? Forget it. How are you in 25 games in October? maybe November with this year, but, um, and, and, and say, are you going to perform when you're needed? And you know, that you can draw it up all you want, but in the end, it comes down to your players having the stones to come through over a month's period of time to figure it out and make it all work to create magic. And, um, you know, like, uh, look, the, the Phillies, right? They are, they're just playing out of their minds right now. And the way that they drew it up before the season is a way that has drawn up now. And, you know, they, they lost game two. So that series is, is tied at one, one. Um, but you know, the fielding has not been as big of a factor in the postseason and it is as it has been over the course of a larger sample size. Uh, you know, the Padres it's, you know, they're, they're strong head of the snake with the staff, is coming through and their bullpen, which was also crap throughout the season. It's figuring itself out at the best possible time. You know, that's the same thing with the Phillies too, just awful bullpens figuring it out. And and that's ultimately what it ends up coming down to is the pitching. And so that's why, I mean, you know, with the Rays, it just, their hitting was so bad that it couldn't overcome the fact that their pitching was so damn good. And, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the, the Guardians ran into some depth issues against the Yankees. When you're throwing at Aaron Savali in a do-or-die game, and, and, and don't even get me started on this, because one of the biggest gripes that I have for a Guardians team, which I respect a lot, especially with the, the way that they do business, is very similar to the Rays, they're super smart. The fact that they did not throw Shane Bieber out there on four days rest to face the Yankees, and they threw out Aaron freaking Savali, who sucks against the Yankees, you deserve to go home. Like, even, get out of here. Nestor Cortez even, pitched on short rest. Like, everyone was pitching even, on short rest. It's one freaking day. It's Shane Bieber. Figure it out. I'd rather go down losing, knowing that I threw Shane Bieber out there, than going out because Aaron freaking Savali was pitching. Even and now that I'm saying this, me, he's going to be a future Ray. But I know. But even if you were to tell me, look, man, that that fact that you didn't put him in there in short rest, Shane Bieber, like now you saved his career for the next 12 years, uh, whatever. But you had more arms in the bullpen. I mean, you could you could have made that whole game a bullpen game. You had Stefan, you have Karinchek, you had Class A. I mean, you 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 could potentially and even Bieber for a couple innings, but you had a whole bullpen of guys that could have gotten you through nine innings. Yeah, I, I, I didn't understand that. And, uh, you know, obviously I was pulling for the guards. I don't, I, I don't ever want to pull for the Yankees. And there was a poll that we put out today on, on, on the locked on race Twitter uh, handle. And I was surprised. I don't know. W- were you able to see this, Kevin? I was not, unfortunately. The poll said, you know, who are you rooting for in the ALCS? Astros, 36%. Yankees, 9%. Not watching it, 55%. 
So I guess I am in the minority of I'm actually like diving in, you know, head head deep in, in into into the playoffs. But I am still surprised about that nine percent for Yankees, Kevin, aren't you? Should be yeah, zero. I guess the uh, the trash cans uh, really still leaves a stain. I would probably be on the side of the majority because we are knee deep into college football, knee deep in the NFL. NHL is just underway. NBA is kicking off. Uh, you uh, have a proclivity towards soccer. Go for it. You can watch some of that going on. Once the race, I have more or less checked out uh, from the playoffs. I got to be honest. Um, but I find it hard. If you're a hardcore, hardcore Rays fan, how you could justify rooting for the Yankees personally. I don't get it. I don't I'll get tell it. you this, that the, I think the, the poll, I, I, you know, should have also had an option of, I don't give a crap about the ALCS. Give me the NL winner. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, you know. Um, that should have been option D, yeah. maybe. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. Yeah, pull, the Padres would be a fun story. I, I, you know, the Padres are an organization that who's never won a championship, I believe. And nope. if they can pull that off, I'm, I'm a big fan of seeing cities kind of have that moment and to experience yeah. it for the first time. You know, I, it would be interesting to see, like, the curse of the trash can, like, find life and, and actually be a thing and not just a, I don't know, ending after four years, but yeah. yes. Wouldn't that be such a lovely um, punishment? Like their only championship will be forever tainted. Like that's the one they get. That's the one they get to be proud of in that organization is the one they achieve by just completely cheating. Um, and- that, that, I think that would just be such a nice little punishment for that fan base and those players and, and those teammates that that's it. And that ownership, that front office, yeah. like that's it. Yeah. That's the one you got I mean, and everybody will remember. There is a part of me that if the Yankees were to win a world series, the only part that I would enjoy is Brian Cashman, just doing a Kirk cousins to the fan base. And just like, you like that flipping his <laughs> finger off at the parade, just literally just, you know, kind of like doing some like, yeah. You know, yeah, WWE, right. like, oh, what are you saying now? I see you in the crowd. It's funny. You're giving me crap all these years. And what I do, I brought another championship to the city. You're welcome, by the way. You're welcome. So uh, there's a part of me that wants to see Kevin Cash, uh, Kevin Cash, Brian Cashman uh, do that. And then, you know, as far as the Phillies are concerned, um, yeah, I really don't have anything that would intrigue me there. Uh, you know what? I would, I would. I'd be cool with Bryce winning a, a, a championship, to be honest. I like to me, Bryce Harper has like this weird um people don't like him and I don't get it because I think that he's good for the game of baseball. And like I get it if you don't like him in a sense of he's really good at the sport and right. I hate playing against him. But he's not like a a jerk. I I think he actually some of his like you know, his like he just the, the the home run that Schwarber hit is going to be a lifetime gift. His reaction to that, uh, you know, clown question, bro, is one of the great is another great yes. one. Um, you know, I think he came in trying like he was like the it guy and he came off as sort of like maybe this. Oh, this guy's like a pompous prick. But he, he yeah. never really like he never was whatever people made him out to be because of how he looked or how young he was. Uh, he. He came up, he played with his hair on fire. 
Um, it, 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 it got him does. in trouble. He got him into trouble and he got injured a lot. He learned how to, you know, control it. And um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm cool with, I'm cool with him winning, winning a title, yeah. to be honest. I, 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 what has he done wrong? I, like, I, I don't know. I, I think he's a good ambassador. For it's just because he's rich and really good at baseball and good looking. And he gives yeah, off uh, players like that though. And like, they, they don't get the crap that like Bryce gets. I don't know. Whatever. Kevin, that, that would be, I'm just trying to put a positive sprint spin on like the, the Phillies winning. Like, um, I don't know. I'm just very concerned for the state of, you know, our world. If Nick Castellanos has to bat, in a world series <laughs> because when he hits a home run, something <laughs> usually preceding it is something bad happening. Right. Well, uh, we will continue. If we got, we got to do some green skittles, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Where would he, put uh, you know where, I, you know where I'm going with that. Uh, again, if you're, um, you're looking at the MLB postseason picture and you're like, I, I, want, I might want to get some action on this. Well, you can't by going to bet online. BetOnline.net, it is your number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every single game. As always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering info with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport that is out there. We're talking MLB, of course, MMA, boxing, golf, so many more so head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about that bet online it is where the game starts um evan you talked about uh, maybe liking the storyline of the padres but how realistic are the padres to win a world series i mean out of out of the four teams remaining Yankees, Astros, Phillies, Padres. Which team has the best shot to, to take the crown here? I have it. Astros, Yankees, Padres, Phillies. As one okay. to four is mo- most likely in my head. And going back to that poll, what's interesting is that I know it's um, it's unconscionable to uh, definitely – root for the Yankees if you're a race fan. And I get the I don't want to vote at all thing, but if you at least are like a native of Tampa and have a lot of passion for Tampa and Tampa Bay, you could at least find some root and interest in Kyle Tucker, uh, my doppelganger, by the way, and Lance McCullers. At least there's a pair of guys that have deep Tampa ties. That's right. Pride of Jesuit and plant. What what about a, a a former Cy Young winner for your team that gave you so much happiness in Blake Snell? Wouldn't a race fan be like, you know what? I'm rooting for Blake and the Padres. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me say this ring. about about the Blake Snell thing. First off, you know we love we love Blake uh, here in town. Uh, you know he he did great things with the Rays, and and you know forever Cash will will have that moment to deal with. But uh, let it be known that you know there's just every. Every time he starts, I got to hear a question from somebody. It's like, well, you're going to – what's it like pitching for the Padres where they're going to let you roll out however long you'd want? And it's Those like, are your people. That the Sports media. Uh, it, One it, question, bro. And, but my, my – yeah, my thing is – my thing is it's like 
and then he always answers like, you know, oh, like you got pulled out of that World Series. Wouldn't you like to have another crack at it? Like it's, you know, oh, and like he's like, oh, I was pitching good that day. It's like, you know, Blake, look, I get it, man. I get it. But literally in your two years with the Padres, you know how many times he's pitched a complete game? You know how many times he has pitched to com- uh, eight innings? Whoop, zero. And the amount of times he's pitched seven innings? Seven. Seven times. Okay. Man, not three. Seven. In two years. Okay. He's pitched seven times. Seven innings. His three starts, everyone was gushing over the start he had against the Dodgers. He went five and a third. I mean, like, the guy is just who he is. He is inefficient and effective. He, you know, his inefficiency, I think, also is part of his effectiveness because he's a nibbler and it gets him in trouble with pitch counts. But he has such strikeout abilities that he's able to wiggle out of it. And he's got such nasty stuff that he finds his own enough to not have blow up innings. But like, let's get over the frickin fact that the Padres are going to let him pitch however long he wants. The fact of the matter is he ain't pitching more than seven. All right. Like we have a long freaking sample size he ain't going that long all right he's not gonna be able to make it that long so enough like literally you know it's like bob melvin would love to pitch him nine kevin cash i'm sure would would love to have pitched shay mcclanahan nine learning from that lesson with kevin with with blake snell but they're also like it wasn't like blake snell was super fresh and like ah he had like five days rest and he can go however long he wants like there was a whole layer of a year that is how they used him and utilized him. And it's like rehashing that crap is just so old. It's like so low hanging fruit. I don't know exactly what happened in that moment, but I do know this. And then just making it kind of a story because Blake Snell's on the mound in the playoffs. It's like, come up with something new. All right. We were better than that. In the media, we're better than that. It's it's also... Bob Costas could not help himself to bring up the 2017 Astros every 18 well, minutes. He can't like, help was, himself with everything. He can't help. He, oh, by the way, every like him narrating a baseball game, like it's it's basically entering into this like 1920s museum where they give you like a, you know those old telephones well, and then and then you like yeah. you hear the the oh. Uh, Press one to hit to hear about this think, museum part. I think like he's I, that guy, and I'm like, dude, yeah, just, just I, he, narrate the baseball. I think not everything that comes out of your I, mouth is like gold. Like, stop, yeah. just like. I think he just tries you know to what be I'm like. Say, but I'm Vince, not gonna say it. He tries to be Vin Scully, but you, yes. there's only one. Yeah, there's only yes. one Vin. All right, and I think that in his head, he's like, you know, I mean, Bob Costas is one of the greatest broadcasters of all time, but I think. You, I think putting him in the studio is the best way to utilize his strengths. And, you know, the magnitude of the moment doesn't need superfluous sound always. Yes. Thank you. I was, I thought I was the only one. Um, no, Francesca actually said it the best and it's a great rant. Better for <laughs> I will, a better I will, broadcaster, Francesca or Costas. Well, Bob Costas, but the most entertaining ever is Mike Francesa. It is so tough to be that wrong so often and also be who he is. I mean, he is, he is, he is New York. He is New York. He he went to USF for like a semester, by the way, but uh, Francesa 
give him credit. If there's only one thing to give him credit for, it's the fact that he did a radio show for like six hours a day by himself. That's unreal. For a period of time in New York. He is, he is because he is all warts and all. He's absolutely ridiculous, but he he is New York. Like when you bottle it up and you you put all like the the crazy takes together and all the ridiculous thoughts and the accent, yeah. Francesa pops out of the other end. Like it just he is him and what um, you know the Mad Dog did back in the day. That was just peak entertainment. And you know, there's been some iterations of it in sports media that have come close. There have been more successful versions of it, but I mean, to truly, I, I, to me, I don't think there's anything that's been yeah. like that. And don't I don't know get me started on, on, um, don't get me started on mad dog. Cause Oh my goodness. He is just full of bad takes. Um, power uh, rankings. I, oof, he is ah, just, I a, cannot, I have to switch the channel. Yeah. I have to switch yeah, the channel. He, like I think purgatory or or a level below would be to just be in a in a room with a with a with a bam and and just him playing there on a go. loop. There that would just be the big TV guy. That's actually yes, believe it or worse. believe it or not that's what they did in uh, Guantanamo Bay. They just put Mad Dog on a Mad loop. Mad Dog. Yeah. That would that, that would get it that, I would tell you all the secrets. All of the yes. secrets. <laughs> um Evan Ranked the, the the last four teams alive this way: Astros, Yankees, Padres, Phillies. Kevin, I need your power ranking. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, in terms of who is more likely the to best win, chance to okay. Mm. You're not fandom. Don't take emotions into it. Just who you think one to four. Oh God. I'll say uh, Astros, Phillies, Padres, Yankees. Phillies too. Yeah, he's right. I'm, I'm, I'm taking fandom into it. I'm going to Philly this weekend, and I'm going to get hammered for it. So, well, yeah. I'm going to switch. So we all have I, I, different forms. By the best, I'm just going by how World Series have gone in the past. Of like, it's the team that we don't expect to get there. That's how yeah. I'm doing it. I'm not going by I'm not necessarily going by rosters, you know, one to twenty-six here. It's let's look at the history, let's streamline the history of recent World Series and see how they've gone. Let's throw a dart at the dartboard and see where the hell it goes. Which is why I'm wondering <laughs> I, there's, going to, the roster. Day, there's yeah. going to be a day where the, the wild card is gonna be a best of five and the DS is gonna be best of seven. If well, these upsets we'll, we'll, happen. We'll 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 pray for that for for that day to come. Um, yeah. I will give you mine: Astros, Padres, Yankees, Phillies. Okay, I I think that Padres, dude, like Hater is turning it on at, at the right time. That three headed monster of of Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove is nasty. You you that's not even mentioning Clevenger, the bats, Machado, Soto. I mean, even Trent Grisham has been on fire, and he is a guy yeah. that's like batting Mike Zunino type level uh, of production. Pride of San Antonio Missions, baby. I cover Trent there Grisham. Yeah, well, Trent oh, Grisham no is doing well. And Jay Cronenworth just destroyed the DS. So I, I, I think they have a yeah, lot of fire. He needed to sure. after his ser- series with the Mets was 
That yeah. just makes me upset when you mention Jake Cronenworth because it's uh, what could have yeah, been. Yeah, look, I mean, there are, there are a lot, there are a handful of of uh, Rays players this year where you just think, man, what if you know, yeah. you know, like uh, 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 Nathaniel Lau, um, Nathaniel Lowe. That's actually uh, that's actually a a mailback question, Evan. That's crazy. That's a mailback question we just got this week that we will do uh, next episode. Like, what if you could pick three players that are out and then put him in the in the 2022 roster and then what he said i was like oh man that hurts so you guys believe that it's uh, gonna be astros padres in the world series yes okay. yes uh I, I should say the world series uh the capital one world series of course the lone depot alcs we have to make sure <laughs> it's what it's it's that what's really called it, the capital one is that the, the promotional thing capital one world series baby that's what it is <laughs> Dude, gotta go with it. Manfred, stop selling hats for everything, dude. My goodness, yeah, Manfred, make like, money. Stop. God, um, man. All right, let's uh, venture into baseball trivia and name that war. Ulysses, do you have uh, trivia for us today? I do, and honestly, folks, I think everybody listening slash watching, and I know that those that are watching are subscribing because they want to help us reach race fans that have not heard of Locked On Race. So they're subscribing and liking and then putting down comments on the comment box. Um, nobody's going to get this. I don't think anybody watching, listening, or you both are going to get this question. This question is ridiculous, but I will say it anyway. There have been... One, two, three, four, five, six times that brothers faced off in postseason history. Mm. I just need you to name me one that is not 2022 NLCS Aaron versus Austin Nola. Six sets of brothers who faced off in the World Series against each other. So uh, pitcher and hitter, postseason, post in the postseason. No, not uh, not necessarily. Would would uh, God, uh, the Boone brothers? <laughs> Strike one. Damn it! I didn't think that was going to work out. Can we do what? What's the total we need? Just one. Just get one set of brothers. Just one, and I will, and I'm, and I'm, and this is why I think it's it's kind of a. I got, it, I got it. 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 There are nine it. of them. Roberto Alomar and Sandy Alomar. This guy. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Wow. Yes. 1996, the ALDS, Sandy Jr. versus Roberto Alomar. And then the 1997 ALCS. I will give you the other ones because you sure as heck will not get these. 1920 World Series Doc versus Jimmy Johnston. 1921 through 1923 in the World Series Bob versus Irish Musil. 1964 World Series Ken versus Cleet Boyer. 1985 ALCS Garth versus Dane Iord. So that's your history lesson for today. This is me acting like Bob Costas. Now here we have Name That War brought to you by Kevin Weiss. I should have done a uh, Josh Naylor bat flip with that answer of the Alamar brothers. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Man, you can't be you can't be doing the cradle to baby when you're down three to two, bro. It doesn't make Is sense. That- Do the trash talk after. 
After. Yeah. That better be a tying or a go-ahead home run. Yes. Maybe he didn't realize the score or something like Manny Ramirez. Wow. That man, that man had, had a crappy playoff and finally got a hold of one and was like, yo. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm loving the energy. I'm loving this. This uh-huh. is great stuff for the game. But like, just quite, like it would have been as Bautista just doing that bad flip, the best bad flip in history. And then them, them being down three runs after that, like, yeah, bro, that doesn't yeah. work that way. Well, it, it was three. It was it was it was a one run game. But yeah, I mean, not the same. No, you, you cannot be down in that situation. Uh, my name that war and uh, Roberto Alomar, also a Tampa resident, former Tampa resident, I should say. He used to live in uh, Avila and sold his property for like ten million dollars. Um, must be nice. My name that war is. Uh, a guy I'm sure you all are familiar with. And I figured, why not a little postseason flair with this? Uh, he played several years with the San Diego Padres. In fact, his baseball reference headshot, mugshot, whatever you want to call it, is him in a Padres ball cap. Uh, his name is Phil Nevin. What is Phil Nevin's career war? Oh my God! Um, this is unfair. When was his last? Can you tell me the last year he played? Last year he played nine. Uh, the last year he played two thousand six. So right in the prime of our baseball watching careers. Okay. Oh uh, my god! I'm gonna I'm gonna overshoot this one, aren't I? I'll give you a I hint. I think I'm gonna go under. I think I'm gonna go under. I'll give you a hint. He has as many All Star appearances as Blake Snell. There's your hint. Uh, all right. I still have a feeling I'm gonna go over. Um. I'll go with 23.2. Okay. I'm going to go with 17.8. And those are your respective final answers. Um, Phil Nevin played 12 years in the bigs, seven years with the Padres, three with Detroit, two with Texas, a year apiece with the Twins the Cubs, the Angels, and the Astros. He had a 270 career batting average, 208 homers, 1,131 hits. He made, like I mentioned, as many all-star appearances as Blake Snell, one, uno. Um, His career war, oh, his OPS plus for his career was 114, by the way. Um, Ulysses is the closest. Nevin's career war was 15.9 yeah, for the third baseman, first baseman, and outfielder. Cool. That's nice. That's yeah. nice. Very good. I, feel I always remember when I, when I played the video games back in the day. I thought he had a couple of big years in there to kind of splash the pot. But 
Yeah, I mean, he had a year. The, his All Star season, he had forty one home runs the year before they. Like I put him, I, I put him on a, a two WAR average over ten years. Forty. Well, let's remember. I mean, when the Padres, when he was playing with the Padres, the only people that were getting All Star appearances were probably Tony Gwynn and uh, Trevor Hoffman. Ken Caminiti. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, the second Ken Caminiti reference I've done in the last five shows. No. Too many. Oh, wait till my next. Oh, my next. Uh, Trivia question next week. There, there may or may not be a Kim Caminiti question or, cool. or reference in there. I've already got it plugged Very up. Nice. Uh, all right. Thank you, guys. Um, Klosky, where can people find your work? Yeah, at Ekloski WTSP. Also, TentimaBay.com. I know the race season is over. Sadness ensues. But we got the Buccaneers right now trying to figure out their crap. We got the Lightning right now trying to figure out their crap. So – you got to come watch us so that we can decipher all this crap and make it nice and shiny yeah. for you. So uh, the, the, the light, I was at the lightning game the other night, home opener, uh, two personal pan pizzas, a diet soda and a beer was like 54 bucks plus $35 for parking. Uh, the lightning are trash in that regard and <laughs> respect. Um, unacceptable. Wait, 54 for a Coke. A beer and two pan pizzas. That's fifty-four. Well, beer, five the beer, four. The beer is a big beer, right? You got it. was a tall beer. boy. It was yeah. a twenty-five ouncer. Yes. Yeah. So that's how they get you. Fifty-four. Is that you just, yeah. yeah. You get two. In I mean, this you got economy. And this and and the the pizza, the personal pan pizza. I won't give you the name of the company, but it was a, a piece of cardboard <laughs> with ketchup. And. <laughs> <laughs> I say that to say it wasn't that good. So, oh, um, you need to Get set better. the game up, Lightning. Be better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, look, I mean, Kevin's going to complain about something if it's not the dollar menu at this. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Where can I get a four-piece McNugget, guys? Yeah. Come on. Gosh darn it. This, Where's this my pizza, McNugget This at? pizza is too flaccid for me. Come oh, on. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's the, that's the word of the day. Wrapping up. There you go, guys. Oh, I just All said right. wrapping up. I can't even uh, say that, can I? Yeah. Thank you for making the Locked On Race podcast your very first listen every day. Be sure to make your second listen, the Locked On MLB podcast with our buddy, Sully. Uh, I think he's still out in uh, California. Uh that is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you next week. 